Welcome to the Sports Talker with T.J. Walker, presented by Allen Electric. And now, here's T.J. Walker. Hello, everybody. Happy Monday to you here on 1450 The Sports Buzz. Fun weekend. Lots to talk about. I was kind of writing out the script for today's show and realized that it was uh, maybe a little short on sports talk. There's obviously plenty of sports to talk about. Uh, but there are a lot of exciting things that people that have been listening to this show for some time know how near and dear are to me uh, happened over the weekend, and that is obviously the Game of Thrones season finale, uh, which everybody's buzzing about. So we'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, and then also, Trevor, I saw Jurassic World this weekend. No spoilers. Well, maybe. Maybe there will be. No, no spoilers. I will take you off the air. Uh, no, I doubt, I doubt it. I'm going to I, see it tomorrow, so no spoilers. I'll say this. I was. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna talk a little bit about. It. I won't give away any spoilers. Not that. I mean, although I'm sure you can guess what's gonna happen, Trevor. The, well, I, I assume the plot line is they create a new dinosaur. It brings more attractions to the park, and everyone lives happily ever after. Right. That's exactly what happens. I There's knew a, it. No hiccups. So predictable. No hiccups or anything. Uh, no, I, I I loved Jurassic Park. I love Chris Pratt. I was really excited to see Jurassic World. I think a little bit of it was my own fault because my expectations were so high. Guardians of the Galaxy with Chris Pratt was awesome. Parks and Rec, there's not a bad episode on the show. So super excited for Jurassic World. Even con- convinced a lot of friends to see it. A few of my friends don't like 3D. Uh, we ended up seeing 3D for me. They're, they're nicer people than I am. And I don't know if I've ever been more disappointed leaving a movie theater than I was when I left Jurassic World. Haven't you seen the, uh, didn't you see Dumb and Dumber 2? Yeah, but I, I thought that was going to be bad. Then why did I, you go see it? it because I've, we've talked about this a thousand times on here. I had, to go, I had to go see it. If something was that great the first time around, even if I know that uh, the, the second or the sequel is going to be awful, I'm still going to pay homage and, and give them $5 and go see it. Yeah, but I, I, I don't understand that mind thinking, but okay. I thought, I because th- I, I, you know, even with that, I thought there'd be some cheap, la- cheap laughs, and there were, there were, there were some. I had some giggles. Well, Netflix paid five bucks for it. It overall was a bad movie, but there's some cheap laughs. Okay. But I knew it wasn't gonna be great going in. Jurassic World, I thought it was gonna be awesome. I saw, I saw no reason why it shouldn't be. And boy, did it not take long for me to realize that it was I had made a, a terrible mistake. Now, let, let me ask you this, because the, the cable network ran Jurassic Park uh, Marathon over the weekend, that'd be USA. And I, I still love the first Jurassic Park. I, it's still awesome to me. The second one is god-awful. The third one's just awful. Is the new one at least better than the second and third one? Well, I don't know if I've ever seen the second and third one all the way through. I now, it's been, if you didn't. It's been on a lot lately, so I've been watching a little bit here and there. But it reminded me of just of what Jurassic World was. It's the, the same thing. And, again, the animation and the dinosaurs, all of that's really cool. And I enjoyed that. But, Trevor, when you see it, just keep this in mind. One, keep in mind how bad the acting is. And it's, it's so bad that it makes me think that the writing's bad, which it probably is. Because even Chris Pratt a few times, you... you kind of shake your head it it just it doesn't it doesn't seem natural it seems awful and so i I think the writing maybe is worse than the acting but there also isn't great acting throughout it Uh, also the corny one-liners it's just 
they're they're rampant. Every every time they get a chance to say something, uh, they do it, including the last line of the movie, which made me if they would have put that in the middle for the first time ever, I probably would have walked out of a movie theater. Third Okay, go on. Third, there's a ton of subplots that go unanswered. They they they'll bring something up, they'll hint at something, and then they will never touch back on it again. Uh, there, you'll see this, and this isn't a spoiler, but at one point, one of the kids breaks down and starts crying because he thinks his parents are going to get a divorce. Do you ever hear about that again throughout the movie? No, you don't. They leave it at that. So they just throw in this big divorce theme, and then they just cut it dead. It was a bad movie. And a lot of people are saying, well, your expectations were too high. Yeah, it probably was. And a lot of people are saying, it's just supposed to be an action film. Uh, it's a slow time in the summer, and this is an action one, and it was fun to watch. Okay, if that's all you want is just an action movie that is terrible acting, uh, a bunch of different subplots that they never touch back on, if that's what you want in a movie, then so be it. It's not what I want in a movie, and that's why I have never been more, more disappointed leaving a movie theater than I was on Saturday when I saw Jurassic World. First of all, I don't accept the premise of, oh, it's just an action movie, middle of summer thing, because this is a, a franchise that is one of the more popular franchises in movie cinema over the last 25 years, and an anticipated sequel to a franchise that its last two sequels, as I mentioned before, and I don't think I'm alone, fell flat on its face. An action movie, a fun, quirky action movie is described by your friends to describe that movie as something like where, I don't know, like with a movie where the White House blows up, or there's just, you know, it's something probably by, uh, you know, it, it has the guy from Transporter in it. I mean, those are corny, uh, Fast and the Furious, those are non-thinking action movies that are just filling the gaps of the summer. And this is not, should not fall into that category. And I'm a little disappointed. Let me ask you this question, and seriously. If I'm going to go to one movie tomorrow, is it Entourage or Jurassic World? Entourage without a doubt. Really? Without a doubt. There's not and even I, a debate in this in your own head? Not even a debate. Not even for a half second is there a debate. If you had a choice to spend money on those two movies, which one you should go see? Uh, you know, assuming that you're an Entourage fan, and you are. I am. And also, you're a Jurassic Park fan, and this is going to ruin it for It's not going to ruin it for well, you. No, no. If the second one didn't ruin it, then nothing's going to ruin it. Because the second one was the one of the worst movies I've ever seen. It's going it's, it's to... It won't ruin it, but it will... You'll be disappointed. Because I like Jurassic Park a ton, too. And it was fun. This just... I don't know. It isn't. Clevy116 says, Didn't know you were such a movie snob. You're not a movie critic, so sit back and enjoy. Well, it's hard to enjoy it when the writing's awful, the acting's terrible, and you think they're going to touch back on certain situations and certain plots, and then you never hear about them again. Uh, and, and there's just a lot of it doesn't even make sense towards the end. You do worry he me because I am a movie snob. He says, what were you expecting? It's a movie about dinosaurs. I liked it, and yeah, it had some cheesy parts, but I found it very entertaining and was entertained throughout uh, it left me on edge, says Clay B116. This is also coming, and I've I've known Clay 16, Clay B116 for a while. This is also coming from somebody that said that Boat Trip was an unbelievably good movie. <laughs> and that's not the movie. Wait, that's one of the ratio sayings of QB Gooden Jr. in it. Yes, I don't even do enough drugs to think that was funny. Uh, the the 2002 flick Boat Trip, maybe it was 2003. No, I think it was 2002. The, the year is irrelevant. It, whatever year the Hollywood gave up is the year that movie came out. It, it and Clay one sixteen texts another one, but this one includes uh, this one includes spoilers, so I'm not going to read that yeah, one on the air. That, yeah, it, it just was a it was a terrible. It, it just was a really bad movie. And shame on Clay, but what, whatever his numbers is, 
for even putting out a spoiler like that. You shouldn't. You should. You shouldn't put out spoilers like that. You should have a. There should be a frame. I don't know. Me and Yates have discussed this before in the past. A time frame of spoilers, but I sure as hell know if a movie came out Friday, it's not the Monday after it just released. You should at least give another week before you start putting major spoilers out there to people. And a little bit of breaking news: Vanderbilt hits a three-run homer in the bottom of the ninth to beat Cal State Fullerton four-three in the College World Series. Does that make you happy, Trevor? Seeing Cal State lose, or would you rather them make a, a, a title run to kind of maybe make Louisville look a little bit better? I kind of hope the ball was foul, like Cal State won off of. But other than that, I have no problem. I let Vanderbilt See, win it. So you, you hope that they lost on some heartbreak like like Louisville experience? I hope they lost on a home run that was actually a foul ball, yeah. That's always a big debate on whether when your team loses in a tournament or playoff setting, do you want the team to beat you to go on and, and, and win it all to make your team look better? Or do you want them to lose right away so they can experience the same hurt and pain I don't think that's a black that you and white. Experience? I don't think it's a black and white answer, though. I, I think there is some gray involved. I don't think it involved. is either. I think there's different ways you can lose that can that can impact it. I think it can be who you lose to. If it's a rival, yeah. you obviously want them to lose uh, right away. And also, if you lose in the first or second round, does that necessarily? Let's say we're talking NCAA tournament. Does that make it more likely you want your te that team to go on and go really far to make it seem that hey, maybe if we didn't lose to them, we would have done the same thing? Or you know, when Kentucky lost to Wisconsin in the Final Four, and I don't like to bring this up. But I think a lot of Kentucky fans wanted Wisconsin to win. Well, certainly when they were playing Duke, they obviously wanted them uh, to win. But another, but a, another big fraction of the fan base hated that they were the team to end it. They hated all the celebrating afterwards, which obviously was going to happen, and, and wanted them to lose. But I, again, with Duke making the title game, I think that kind of made it an easy decision. Uh, but if it had it been uh, Michigan State or any other team, I think you would have seen maybe Kentucky fans hoping that Wisconsin would have lost. I know, I know when Louisville lost to Moorhead, I was hoping they would go farther than they did. And I believe didn't they lose in the second round? I think Richmond. I think it was. They yes. lost in the very next round. I think it was, it was to Richmond. I might be wrong about that, but I was I was hoping they'd go a little farther than that after beating. Yeah, and that, and you know that that's kind of a different scenario too because it is a in-state team that uh, was. Well, also fun, when you, you get upset, you want the team to go farther because at least at that point you can go, oh, like, hey, we may have been supposedly upset, but apparently this team was a lot better than. I don't, not only we gave him credit for, but maybe a lot of other people gave him credit for. Kind of makes Clevy it a little easier about it. Clevy116 wants me to clarify that uh, all he said was Boat Trip wasn't that bad of a movie. Okay, you listen. If you got, if you have to, if you defend yourself on your analysis of the movie Boat Trip, you've already sunk yourself too far deep. That's not, and that's not a pun towards Boat Trip. I I, I agree with that. Uh, that. That was a good pun, though. Thank you. I didn't even I like mean to do it; it just kind of came out. <laughs> If you like Boat Trip, Clavy116, you're cruising for a bruising. There you go, yeah. <laughs> and to even take it further with an office quote, and I'm your captain, Captain Bruising. I don't remember that quote, but I'll take your word for it. And it's when he's talking to Toby. It's a it's a good one. Also, Game of Thrones season finale last night, which, again, I'm not going to give away spoilers. This you on can't, because I don't care. I, I, I'm not going to give away spoilers on the air because a lot of people uh, would get upset about that. Although, if you haven't seen it already... You probably deserve the spoilers, but I'm gonna I'm gonna do the 24 hour thing. I'm not gonna talk about it, uh, but an unbelievably good episode. I, I am gonna talk about this because I, I made I, I don't post a lot on Facebook, but I made a Facebook post about it last night. So many people, and even a few people I, I was watching with, said after the episode had ended that they're done with Game of Thrones. They're sick of some of the good guys not having uh, the same success as some of the bad guys, and 
uh, everybody you want to cheer for ends up dying, which doesn't, that's not necessarily true, but that's, that's the feeling that a lot of people have. And it just, it kind of, it kind of ticked me off a little bit, Trevor, because one, you don't watch Game of Thrones, so this won't matter to you. But if you don't know through season five now that nobody is safe from being killed off, then I don't think you've really been watching one through five. Every main character, HBO show, then that's true too. Every every almost all the main characters in the show have either been killed or been put in very bad situations where maybe they're going to get killed. That that has happened to everybody. So this isn't a surprise at the end of season five, and it shouldn't be. Two. If you've been watching through all these seasons, one, like I said, you should know what's going to happen. Two, you're five years invested. You're five years invested, and you're telling me next April when the show's about to start, and you see it all over Twitter, and you see the the promos and the high and, and, and you know coming up this season on Game of Thrones, you're not going to tune in when it's Sunday night at nine o'clock. You're lying to me. You're lying to yourself. Cut it out. It's a great show because they do do things differently. And we've got a, a phone call on the Oxmore Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram buzz line at 502-384-1450 from Say. Say, how are you? I'm doing all right, man. I'd have to somewhat agree with you. The thing I don't agree with you on is if you didn't watch this season finale, then screw you. You should have watched it and... If you're a true fan, you already knew what was going to happen, sort of, even though they changed everything. You're talking, yeah. about, you're talking about the books? Yes. Well, the books, the books, it seems like they're going by the books more than what people think. They're changing the characters. Like, Ferris and Selmy, I think Tyrion's taking his character spot. You get what I'm saying? Like, in yeah. the books, Ferris and Selmy's still alive, and he's running Marines. Uh, Daenerys is off who knows where where they uh, flying on Drogon and all that but that being said if you didn't know Jon Snow was going to end the way it was going to end then you're dumb and you're not a true fan uh, I think more interesting is the, with, with the uh, what happened to the Baratheon fight I won't say what happened but you know I should because they don't deserve it uh, <laughs> Well, no, they don't. If you disagree with me, Trevor, if it was a show you loved, like most people claim that they like it, if they didn't watch the season finale, I don't think the 24-hour rule applies at all. I, so I the agree whole, with The reason I'm making it a little bit is if they were watching the game over it. But oh, I'm a fan, and I watch Game of Thrones before the uh, stop at 9 o'clock and watch Game of Thrones. Just I'm right there that's with what you're supposed to do. I'm right there with you. I, I I agree. When it when it's on, especially the season finale, you you have to expect people are going to talk about it, even if there is an NBA game on. And I agree. If you're a big enough fan, you're going to watch it at least, if not during the game, after the game, or at least the following morning. So you you have read the book, say? Yes, I've I've read the uh, three of them. So I've I finished. I did do the dragons already. So. That one, I know what happens, and, you know, part of it is from that book, but, like, the whole Stannis thing, that was not in the books, you know, and, like I said, um, I mean, the books are better, to be honest, besides so they the are, 19 they... part, because that never happened, 
that is the only thing really that where the show was better than the book. What and part was that? Agree. The Night King. You, you, they, they always they told the story of the Night King, sort of in passing, but and then you heard about them wanting to send people to Hard Home because Hard Home oh. got attacked by something, but that was not actually in the books. So that that's the only thing from the show that was, you know, better than the books. The books are great. I wish he'd hurry up and get the next one, Wins Winter out. But he said he's going to. It, I thought it was a good conceiver though. I definitely I think agree. It's, it's better than the NBA playoffs. Oh, I agree. I well, well, last night I I definitely agree with the NBA Finals game versus this because I went back and watched the NBA Finals game for some stupid reason, the parts that I missed, and I appreciate the call saying I'm going to talk a little bit more about Game of Thrones because listen, Trevor, we're getting calls about Game of Thrones. Obviously, we need to we need to talk about it a little bit. Uh, I I and I have read all the books and what you should do if you're a big enough Game of Thrones fan and you haven't read them, why not? Why not start? One, it's not going to spoil anything for you because now we're pretty much all caught up. Two, you're actually going to learn more and understand the show a little bit better. And three, you're going to miss out on a lot of storylines that they don't touch on in the show, some of which maybe not as good or not as important, others of which different from the show, something you can decide for yourself which one you like better uh, and where it goes in that direction. So you should read that. And also, you have until April. You're not going to get another taste of Game of Thrones until at least April. So if, you're, if you are a big enough fan... One, you should have watched last night, like Say said, and I do appreciate the call. Two, you've got nothing else to do, so you might as well do it. Uh, but there are some there are some major differences, but they, they kind of ended it with all the characters, how the fifth book ended. So right now, I'm kind of on, I, I am. The book readers are now on the same page as the show watchers, and now we're going to head into the Great Abyss together next season. Now, unfortunately, we're going to have to wait nine months before we get to do that, uh, but... Now everybody's all caught up. So I would suggest people that watch the show, really like the show, to go on and read the books uh, and don't cry about who's been who's been killed off. And there was a major difference that Say talked about, about how Jon Snow went to, he, he went to Hardhome and there was that epic battle or massacre uh, with the White Walkers. And the book, that doesn't happen. You hear about it, but it doesn't happen. And they, well, I can't talk about it because I don't want to spoil you want I know to for me, you're basically talking Latin to me right now. I I, I know I should I, I know I should feel not guilty at all doing it, but I guess there are some situations where you were super busy one night. Maybe you're at work now, so I'm not going to spoil it. And there I'm was a wrestling pay per view last night too, as well. I know one of my was it in Columbus or yeah, it Cleveland? Was, or it was in Columbus. I, I thought about me trying to go, but uh, I couldn't make the. Uh, it was a little more expensive than I had the money to spend. I I I've got some friends that live in Columbus and and saw their pictures of it. Uh, that's just not my cup of tea. I'm not going to knock it because I do some weird stuff, uh, you know. But I hence I just 20 don't know. talking about Game of Thrones. Exactly. I just don't know. I don't know how people uh, could get all that into it. Uh, Clavy one sixteen wants to know: Have you just been in a bad mood lately? All you've done is complain about fun things: Jurassic World, Game of Thrones, American Pharaoh. How have I complained about American Pharaoh? I've been American Pharaoh's biggest fan. I just don't think he should race anymore, especially after Danzy Moon just was killed in a race. And did I you see that, Trevor? I, I did, but I think he's confused because I think I was the one that was kind of being the uh, the negative Nancy or Debbie Downer when it came to American Pharaoh by saying that while it's a great accomplishment, it seemed like it was a uh, 
it was done against a lack of competition and almost didn't have the thrill in, in, in the third one that I thought I expected to see. I think he's thinking that you said the things that I said. And, and how is he saying that also I'm being negative about Game of Thrones? All I'm saying is if you're complaining about if you're complaining about people dying in Game of Thrones, then watch a different show. Go watch a Disney Channel original. That's probably not the show for you if you're mad that people are getting killed. Again, it's HBO. On top of it, I know it's it's based off of a book, but HBO does always have a tendency of more throwing you those kind of uh, M. Night Shyamalan curveballs. I mean, let's not forget, and I, I, and I don't care if this is a spoiler because if you haven't seen the end of season two of Boardwalk Empire yet, four years after it's been completed, then you're SOL. I mean, they killed off one of the main characters in the season two in Jimmy Darmody right, right after yep. that. I mean, there, yep. there's been many of, uh, I mean, there was many main characters killed off in Oz regularly through the beginning part of the season, including the main character, Augustus, the guy in the wheelchair, who got killed in the, in the very beginning of the last season. And he was the guy that narrated the entire show. So, again, if you have, if that's a spoiler for somebody that hasn't watched Oz yet, I'm sorry, but it's been a decade since the show went off the air. Well, that's, that's speaking loud to me, and I haven't seen it, but I, guess what? I'm probably not going to see it. And if I do, uh, at least, you know, I'll, I, I'll, I'll know it's coming. We need to head to commercial Sorry break. To spoil it for you, TJ. <laughs> I'll be okay. I'll live. We need to head to commercial break. When we come back, we are going to talk some sports. There's some fun basketball recruiting news that I'm going uh, to get to, and also there's plenty more NBA Finals. It's do or die now for the Cavs and LeBron James. Also, a lot of talk that LeBron should win the MVP regardless if they win the Finals. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about that. So stick around here on 1450, the sports buzz. This is the Game of Thrones talker with TJ Walker. The Sports Talker with T.J. Walker. I am not what you would call a handsome man. Presented by Allen Electric. The good Lord chose not to bless me with, with charm, athletic ability, or a fully functional brain. It's a nice little intro talking about yourself there, Trevor. <laughs> no, that, that didn't you hear the voice? It said TJ Walker. Oh, uh, the, the sports talker. I promise we're going to talk a little more sports here. It's brought to you by Al Electric, Kentucky Anna's first and only electrician dedicated to residential repairs. Give them a call, 636-HELP for any electrical service. Al Electric will never leave you in the dark, and they will also not let you down. And you know what? who also didn't let us down, Trevor? Uh, who's that? The fine folks at Valley View Golf Club on on Friday. You, you and you're hopefully in the story. You will mention uh, that uh, I came out in a in a second attempt to hit a golf ball and did a very a very a better let, job. Let, let me let me let me recap this. So on Thursday we were going to do the Periscope and have a driving challenge between Trevor and me uh, at at Elk Run and. We weren't able to do it on the air, but after after the our, our show went to uh, concluded for that day, Trevor was able to to take a minute or two and come hit a golf ball, and 
it was just comically bad. It, it went 10 to 15 feet. Uh, it was it was really, really bad. And I hit a, a bomb. It was great. I won, made Trevor look unathletic, and it, it, it made me feel good, Trevor. Uh, I'm I'm only kidding. I'm, I'm not a good booster confidence. I, I, I'm not a good I'm not a good golfer, but I did hit the ball far farther than you that day. So then the next day we're at a Valley View, and the fine people of Valley View let me play around with my friends. Uh, they were doing a, a wine nine and uh, a, a, a what was it? A wine nine and dine, whatever it was. Wine dine and nine. They all rhymed, uh, <laughs> and. It was a scramble. It was a couple scramble, and they allowed me and three of my friends, including my girlfriend Hannah, to go out there and play in their scramble. We ended up shooting a one over. Didn't play that well. The course was beautiful. We had a great time. Uh, really nice people out there. So we're heading to one of the holes, and it's right back up near the clubhouse. And we see Trevor, poor Trevor, all by his lonesome, packing up and 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 uh, heading everything back to his car, all the equipment. Um, I guess this was after 7 o'clock, maybe 7.15, 7.30. So we yell at Trevor. He finally gets to meet the infamous Charlie. I was, I was, I was shocked that he existed. I'm still, I, I should have asked for an ID, but we'll go on. That's true. You probably should have because uh, who knows if I'm making that up. And we, it was a short little par three, and we said, hey, Trevor, you've, you're working a little bit too hard. It's a Friday night. Why don't you come hit a ball? So you go and you, uh, you, you tee it up, and you actually hit it. All right. It was a really, really short part three. I can't stress that enough. Uh, but you were in an okay position to get on. You didn't hit the green, obviously, but uh, you were probably 20, 30 yards off. And, and it, landed, eaten. it landed in green. It Well, it landed in green grass, but it was not on the green. Eh, well, you know, tomato, tomato. It's still green to me. Uh, well, okay. Well, you were about 20 or 30 yards off. All you would have had done is chip up there close. You could have gone up and down for par. Uh, it was much improved, much better. Uh, you know, you're not far off from maybe hitting it 50 or maybe even 100 yards. Let's not forget the uh, the nice uh, ricochet I did off the uh, tool shed that they had, which was about, uh, I don't know, what, uh, 40 feet to the right of where the hole, with going forward where the hole straight from the tee. Oh yeah, I, I wasn't gonna bring that up on air because they might Valley View might charge you for that. I don't think I did any damage. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. Uh, but That's great time. time didn't hit the ball that hard. It was a great time out there. Anytime they want to have us back out there for another on, uh, on location, I'll be more than willing to go out there because that was uh, that was very very enjoyable. Did you win your golf game by the way with uh, with Hannah, Charlie, and I uh, forget the guy's name you introduced me to. We did a scramble, so we were all on the same team. Oh, okay. I don't know the rules of golf, really, other than that I don't find it interesting. In all seriousness, we did have uh, – we, we probably used m- most of my balls on a scramble. You, uh, I'm Trevor, I think everybody but you might it knows what a scramble is. Everybody hits a shot, and then you just take the best one, and then everybody hits a shot from that one, and then you take the best one. So you're just playing the best shot out of your four – and uh, we probably used mostly my balls, but Hannah was Hannah was second. She played pretty well. Where, so where, uh, was, where was Charlie? Third or fourth? Third. He's uh, well. I, I don't know. I don't remember. They also had two dollar beers out there. Two dollar beers on a golf course. We we were joking around, but really it might not have been a joke. We might just head out there to drink. I liked when you when you finished with your show and you disappeared for a minute. Me and Nick were doing the show and. 
I look up and there you're heading to the golf court, the golf cart, and you're carrying a, a giant plastic bag full of canned beer. Yeah, it's that didn't like look alcoholic good. Santa. <laughs> that didn't look good. Did you did you bring did you bring that up? Uh, did you bring that up on the air when it was happening? No, I didn't. I just laughed. Because I thought my other three people, I thought they were a lot closer to to the course than where they were. They were still ten or fifteen minutes away, so I thought they were just now pulling in. And I was gonna take the beers, get our golf cart, and head out to the course. Well, they were ten or fifteen minutes away, so I was just carrying around a bag of six or seven beers, looking like a degenerate alcoholic, like you said. Uh, you kind of like cousin uh, Eddie in uh, Vegas vacation when he's walking around with a six pack a strap attached to his belt buckle. It yeah yeah it's. Uh, but you know I, they weren't all just for me, so if that if that's any consolation. But anyways, so radio programming this week will be. It, it we're gonna ha- we're gonna have some off shows, which I hate doing. Uh, we've been on a pretty nice streak of of being on most of these days. But I'm heading to Charlottesville, Virginia, for the NBA Top 100 camp tomorrow. So uh, certainly no show tomorrow. Likely no show on Thursday. We'll see about Wednesday and Friday should be good, assuming that I can get back in town on Friday. Uh, we'll see. It's it's still kind of all up in the air, uh, but I will be sure to keep you all updated. But I, I would certainly plan on, on Monday and Friday being days that we do the show. And the NBA Top 100 camp in Charlottesville, Virginia, I'd love to be able to do the show there. But the way the schedule works up is there are games going on from 4 to 5.30 and also times where I'll need to go get interviews from guys so it, it, it's not the best time uh, to be to be doing a radio show during that stretch. But it is my favorite event of the year. There's there's well over 100 players there, uh, a lot of talented guys. This is the only event, one of the only events during the year, Trevor, where it doesn't matter what shoe company you play for. Uh, it doesn't matter if you're on the Adidas circuit, the Nike circuit, uh, the Under Armour circuit. If you are good, if you're good enough, they will invite you to this camp. It's ran by the NBA Players Association, so it's really well done. They know what they're doing. They've, they have the kids' best interests in mind. They know how to treat media. Uh, it, so it's, it's a really well done event. They're put on the team, so it's not like you're in your cozy AAU environment where you're used to getting 30 shots a game. You try to do that crap in, in Charlottesville, it's going to make you look stupid. It's going to make you look selfish. And, and NBA scouts are there, and that's certainly not something that they want to see. So this is really the, the, the cream of the crop when it comes to summer events. Uh, and, and Kentucky generally has anywhere from maybe 10 to 15 guys that they're interested in, they've offered, that you need to keep an eye on. This year that number is closer to, to 25, 30, maybe even 35. So UK casting a much wider net in the 2016 class, already reaching out to more guys in 2017 than they normally would. Uh, so I, I'm I'm going to have my work cut out for me. Is it's going to be a very busy few days in Charlottesville, and also it's going to be uh, some good sports days too, Trevor. We've got Louisville and the U.S. Open Cup. Louisville City FC taking on the Chicago Fire, which is an MLS team. I know uh, them, which is pretty exciting. That's uh, they'll they'll head to Chicago, their chance against the big boys. So that'll be exciting. Exciting. Also, Game Six of the NBA Finals tomorrow night, uh, and. Uh, Stanley Cup is, I think, tonight, but a lot going on. I'm a little disappointed because you're, 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 you do your home studio, so you don't get to come in here. We have actually a – I've invented a little chart on the board that says, uh, so, you know, so many days since TJ missed the shows, and it's it's up to 12, and now we're going to have to take it – we're going to have to race it back to zero as of tomorrow probably. 
Do you really have a chart there? Has it really been 12 days? I, don't, I just made that up, but it sounded realistic. I was going to say, I think it's been longer than 12 days. There was a day that I had to cut out at 5. Well, that doesn't uh, count, though. If you start the show and finish the show, the it's irrelevant in the amount of time that was between the two. That, that, it's So you're saying that's okay? Yeah, that was okay. That day counted. That counted as a show. Interesting. Uh, it, it, good. It's been I, at least two weeks, hasn't it? I mean, it's fourteen days. I mean, ten days. It's been a while. It's been a while. Uh, anyways, also speaking of fourteen fifty, the sports buzz. There's a nice, a nice article in the News and Tribune about about fourteen fifty and and what's going on there. I, I tweeted it out earlier today. If you haven't seen it, you should. Uh, what'd you What'd you make of that column? Trevor. I was good. I was I was here when uh, they the, the gentleman was doing the story and talking to Dugan. Of course, you can see the picture of the studio. Get a kind of a glimpse of where you uh, you could be if you wanted to drive up here each day. Uh, yeah, I'm putting well, a little fun at you. You can you can you can talk back to me about it in a second. But I thought it was well done. It was a nice piece about especially about a radio station that's that's uh, had it's we've got our history here even even though we've only been owned by uh, Dugan and this company since uh, 2011. Yeah, it's. It's a, it's a nice little piece. Studio actually looks clean for once in the picture. <laughs> yeah, and, relatively clean. You can see the Doctor Duncanstein in the back. And after heading to the st- not heading to the studio, but heading to these golf courses, the last uh, on Thursday and Saturday. You know, Trevor, I, I like seeing you in person, and I you know I like going to the studio. It is nice, but that didn't really help me feel more willing to head out there based on that traffic around the bridge. I don't know how people work downtown. I do it that every is, day, I, TJ. That is a nightmare. That is awful. It's, it's, it doesn't get bad until you get to the bridge. It, usually when, and I, I come from Westport Road, so I'm coming usually about the same path you are up 71, merging on to the where it, it loads onto the bridge when you merge with 65 when you get up on the Kennedy. It's actually really clear until you get to right where like 64 and and 71 mesh to, to go up the ramp that's mixed with 65. Other than that little gap, it's usually pretty clear. And it's, and it gets to be trafficy because of the one thing that annoys me most where people will just zoom to the front of the line and just cut people off because they apparently feel that their time is more important than anyone else that actually gives the, the proper etiquette of sitting in line and letting it move gradually. I agree. And unfortunately, sometimes I'm, I'm on the – other end of that where I do, uh, I, and that's only when I'm really mad and I feel like I've already been cheated of my time that I do that, uh, but yeah, I agree. Do you, it let, is do you let those people over? Do, do you allow them to get in the lane? If you know they've just kind of zoomed to the front and hoping to debo their way into the very beginning. I mean, and I granted some people, and I've done it once or twice in my time, so I guess I can be hypocritic, but it's usually in times when I know I'm rolling really, really, really late that I would do that. And it's few and far between, even though I'm not the most punctual person. But do you let those people in? Because I don't. And they, they, especially the ones that when you're in line coming from maybe Southern Indiana to Louisville, and if anybody lives and works in Southern Indiana and goes lives in Louisville, they know exactly where I'm coming from. And that, in the far lane where when people merge and set, where the lanes merge to get in line, they just go to the very end of the merging lane and just assume they think they're going to get in the very front of the line. Those people, yeah. I will, I will push them into the side of the road. They, they, <laughs> I will let them wreck into the barrier before I let them get in. And if they think I'm kidding, I drive an eight, a 96 Buick that I have no bleeps and care about if it gets a dent in it. So try me. I, it depends. It depends what mood I am, whether or not I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let people over or not. Sometimes it can be beneficial because sometimes maybe they 
they can let you back over depending on how long the traffic is and how close you're going to be side to side next to somebody. What I do hate is when you let somebody over and then they let somebody over and then they let somebody over because they feel they need to be appreciative of getting let over and, and passing it forward, uh, which makes the whole thing uh, just a, a complete, well, a, 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 a cluster. It, it makes it a big cluster. Uh, but so, yeah, it took me 45 minutes to get home on Thursday. Not as lot, not as much on Friday because we played golf and, and allowed traffic to die down. But it took forever to get home on Thursday, Trevor. Uh, and I, I can't wait for that to be finished. What do we have, two or three more years left in that, on that traffic? <laughs> At least, yeah. It's kind of cool, though, because you don't do it every day. But for the last, I mean, obviously going on to be four years in October, but since the station's been formed, that, that I take that, that, that drive each and every day. And since they've started – the, the bridge, the new bridge, uh, the building of the new bridge and all that construction. It's kind of cool each day seeing how it's kind of erected from the ground up. And each day it seems like it's it's like watching, you know, a kid grow up almost. Because I see it each day and each day it's something bigger. <laughs> and <laughs> much like a kid, there's days where you hate it and then there's days... Oh, yeah, that I want to throw it in the take, river. <laughs> you, you take it... Well, you can't talk about throwing kids into the river, Trevor. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. It, it, That's my but, name is Susan Smith. <laughs> oh my goodness we're gonna head to commercial break here on 1450 sports buzz but when we come back we're gonna talk nba finals some uk basketball recruiting there's some news going on there uh, so stick around here on 1450 the sports buzz we will be right back You're listening to the Sports Talker with TJ Walker. Hell hath no fury like a woman scorned for Sega. We're back here, fourteen fifty. The Sports Buzz. I appreciated the outro music heading into that last commercial break. And you're telling me it's from Yates himself? That is correct. That is actually a cover of the Game of Thrones theme by uh, Yates' favorite man crush musician, Amos Lee. Fantastic. At, at a live show at Red Rock in Colorado. Which Amos Lee, I, I call him as man crush, but Amos Lee's pretty cool. And, and Trevor, I like having you on the show. Obviously, uh, when Yates left, it was it was hard. It was a transition. But I, without, I can say without a doubt, if he was still uh, producing the show, Trevor, we would still be talking Game of Thrones. <laughs> He'd have gone no hour. We it would yes, we would undoubtedly go an hour, probably longer than that. Uh, you know, we we kind of got each other when it came to that sort of thing. But and I with because of my lack of interest and knowledge of the show, I have no debate or rebuttal to anything you say. So there is no lengthy conversation. Clearly, I appreciate we I appreciate having say call in and, and giving me somebody to talk to a little bit when it comes to Game of Thrones. Uh, but it's it's when it when we're talking. GOT, it's just not the same without Yates. And uh, GOT. <laughs> moving forward, um, I, I, you know, we are going to talk sports today, I promise. But I, I feel like we're kind of already off the rails, Trevor, a little bit. 
Um, we did get a, a, a te- an anonymous text into the show about one of uh, our listeners kind of has a crush on the intern that he works with, and he wants to know if it's appropriate if he if he can kind of move forward on that. Yes. What's your What's your thoughts? Yes, go right ahead, buddy. Go for it. If she's willing, do it. But what if But if she hasn't really been putting out any signs that she's interested? Uh, would it be professional for him to to kind of engage first? Yeah, I mean, well, tread lightly. Don't don't go up to him and like you know honk a honker or anything in the middle of the office. But you well, know, that just, sounds like that'd be sexual assault. So do not do that. Yeah, yeah, and trust me, it's not it's not going to work. Uh, but <laughs> but at least you know, I mean, you do do it casually, like hey, uh, well, you know, throw out some feelers. What are you what are you doing this week? What are you doing later? What are you doing maybe so and so night? Uh, if if it, it's, it comes out of oh nothing, just hanging out maybe. Hey, you want to go maybe uh, grab a drink or something? Just, do it casually. Throw out the friend card and work your way into the uh, underwear card. You're God. You are so creepy, Trevor. <laughs> are you you are now so, learning this. You are so <laughs> weird. Uh, I personally would not want to work with somebody that I'm dating. I think that sounds like a disaster. Hey, it, it, you know, if where you get the fish is irrelevant as long as you're you're getting it. You know, I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> <laughs> it's a train wreck. Oh, all right. Uh, so to answer that question, uh, and, I would and, say, and you drove by. So I mean, play, play easily. You got to play. It's, it's not a black and white answer. I mean, if you feel like she may be one of those clingy type persons, then no, you don't want to do it. Unless, Captain, but, but she's an intern. I mean, if she's clingy, then just don't give her the job. She's gone in a few months anyway. Captain Arctic tweets in and says, "Coffee or lunch would be safe." I agree. I agree. I think no, no, you, don't 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 do the day date. No, we, that, if there's anything that no, but, uh, but don't hey, make Fat it necessarily. Ryan Reynolds taught me don't do the day date. I'm saying it doesn't. <laughs> I'm saying it doesn't necessarily have to be a date. It can just be simply you you put out a feeler. You do get to that. You get to that friend zone. Which man, I I I wish we could just have maybe an unedited radio station. But you're not, uh, not going to go get show. coffee with her and then go home with her, which is the ultimate goal. You, you, can get to, you can take her home if you go on a night hookup and where maybe there's but some alcohol involved. You, if you go to go to the Starbucks at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, more than likely you're going home alone. Trevor, you're kind of showing your, your dating experience with this conversation. <laughs> or lack thereof. And this it, it, this isn't somebody that works at rallies or Arby's, and you know, no disrespect to people that work in, in the fast food industry, but these aren't people that work at rallies. You know, this is a nice, this is a shirt and tie company. Uh, and this internship, she probably had to beat out some 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 classy people to get it. So I'm saying you, you obviously have to kind of take it slow, make sure she's at least interested from a friend standpoint, and I think you can work your way into lunches. I don't see why not, and then that could work into to. Maybe getting some drinks afterward. Nah, I say just go for it. Balls out. No pun intended. Again, but I I would not want to. I I would not want to work with somebody that I'm dating. Yates texts in and says, "Invite her to a group outing." That sounds like a good idea. And see, this is just sage advice from Yates. But but that then no one said, shows up in the group. That's what you do. You but, tell her it's a group outing, but then no one else shows up. There you go, Yates. I got you. Trevor, you. I'm kind of. Do you have a criminal history? Uh, no, it's been expunged. Okay, good. Because uh, I'm I'm worried about some of the things that you're saying. But the the bad thing about the group outing is the group outing would probably be with our group of friends, and you would not want to. A girl has to be pretty comfortable with you before she can kind of hang out with our group of friends because uh, we are a bunch of idiots, to put it lightly. But anyways, you could uh, you could tell her it's a coworker outing in some way. I mean, it doesn't it just doesn't have to be your friends, your personal friends outside of the workplace. 
And 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 Captain Arctic is going off on Twitter about you, Trevor, about it trying to instantly be a hookup. It that's not the that's not going to work. It's not going to work. He says it cannot be a date. I agree. You just go out for a nice little lunch. You put out some feelers and then reassess the situation and then see if you can grow into something else. So hopefully, hopefully that helps the uh, the anonymous texter. I, I think it should. It probably should. Uh, and also, you know, maybe, you know, this is kind of sad in this day and age, but you, you have to kind of get a feel on social media, uh, follow their stuff, maybe like a picture here or there, think, see if they like that's the picture called stalking. Back. No, it's not called stalking unless they have a, because they're asking you to follow. Uh, like a picture here, see if they like a picture back from time to time, see if there's any interest there. Uh, and, and this is a nice segue. This is why I'm a professional. Scalabissier swore off social media today, Trevor. Uh, UK, the number one player in the rivals class of 2015, said he will, for the next few months, turn off his off his Twitter and turn off his Instagram and uh, will strictly focus on basketball. He released a statement on on leaving social media that um, that you know you don't you don't see a lot of kids doing this nowadays. A lot of people are attached to their phone. I know I am, uh, but he had said that. He's, he's going to take a break. He said, social media is one of my biggest distractions. I could literally spend hours on it. Instead, I could be studying, uh, getting better on and off the court, reading, getting more rest. Since summer school and workouts are about to kick off, I decided for the next eight weeks, I'll be off Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Things are about to get real. Hashtag focus. Hashtag I'm on a mission. Hashtag chasing nine. Hashtag a bunch of dumb hashtags. And so he, he will not be on Twitter, Facebook. Instagram, any of those things, as he focuses on school and basketball. Uh, Rick Pitino doesn't; he, he makes his players get off social media. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna head to a quick commercial break here in a moment. And when we get back, we're gonna talk about if, is it a good idea? Will it actually make a difference? Um, it's obviously summer, and there's not all that much to talk about. Uh, but this is kind of news that a, that a player is taking a step and. Uh, we'll see. John Calipari didn't have a direct comment on this, but he has talked about social media in the past. So and hopefully, we'll, he uses time to focus on academics. Yes, that was a shot from a Louisville fan. Wait, wait, I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Maybe you need to focus on academics as well. What is? I don't get what I don't get what you're saying. Are you making a UK athletics or UK basketball players aren't in, in eligibility in, 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 in eligibility factor with Scalabissier? Yes, even though academics isn't his full ineligibility concern. No, it has nothing to do with academics. He went to the best high school in Tennessee. That's that's not really saying a lot. <laughs> well, it's uh, it's saying yes, something. I did make that was a shot at Tennessee, and you, and you can you can mark me for that. Well, you're. Oh, I get that you do the little smack talk thing from time to time, Trevor. But let it let it make some sense when you do it. Why should it make sense now if it never makes sense before? That's a good point. We're going to head to commercial break. We'll be back here on 1450, the sports buzz. Uh, what a day. Getting lonely, getting old. Can you feel me? Hey, you. Standing in the aisles with itchy feet and fading smiles. Can you feel me? Hey, you. Don't help them to bury the light.
You're listening to the Sports Talker with T.J. Walker. Sorry, folks. We're closed for two weeks to clean and repair America's favorite family fun park. Sorry. <laughs> Presented by Allen Electric. We watch his program. Buy his toys. We go to his movies. He owes us. We're back here, 1450 Sports Buzz. And I'll be excited for the vaca- the vacation remake, Trevor. Let me ask you this. It comes out the same day as another movie I'm actually anticipating on seeing. What do you see first, Ted 2 or Vacation? Vacation, easily. Come on. You don't, you don't, you're not excited to see Ted 2? No, I'm not saying I'm not excited. Well, I, I, maybe I'm not excited. I'm, I'll, I'll probably see it. I don't know if you I'll see it. You sound thrilled. I'll, I I don't know if I'll see it in theaters. That'll be one where I'm my expectations aren't that high, so I'll probably actually enjoy it because I'll I'll get some good laughs. But vacation's another one I need to be careful about because again I I here's you know it actually looks a lot better than Dumb and Dumber Two, but and it's got you know it's because the first one was so good that this one. It, it should be good, too. Dumb and Dumber, even the first one, was it was stupid funny. Vacation, I guess you could say it's stupid funny, too, but in a different way. And I don't know if I can really explain it's it. It's more similar to Jurassic Park, though. When you look at it, it's, it's the, the most recent installment of a very successful franchise with also both having large, extremely large gaps in between the most recent films. That's true. That's true, but vacation ones I need to be careful of because, again, the original vacation, just fantastic. But the vacation really? sequels, for the most part, except for European, were all good, though, unlike Jurassic Park. I, 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 I still liked European. It wasn't as good as the other ones, but I still liked it. But you're, that's true, too. And maybe that even puts a little more pressure on this remake of Vacation. I mean, because Vegas was great. Christmas is a classic. I mean, yeah, Christmas might be the best. Yeah, it, it's very rare that there's movies that surpa- it's obviously its sequel surpasses its original, and there's obviously the the ongoing debate of uh, the Star Wars versus or New Hope versus the Empire Strikes Back or Godfather Two versus Godfather One, and but this is one of them that ranks right up there with those two as well, and I'm sure there's others too that I'm I'm forgetting that. A sequel may actually surpass. I don't think it does. I don't think any sequel ever surpasses its original. It can only be at the same level as its original to me. I've never seen a sequel that's clear cut better than its original. Clear cut better. I guess I would need to. I mean, Die Hard One. I mean, Die Hard with a Vengeance was pretty damn good and was probably. I don't know if it's as good as the original Die Hard because Die Hard Two sucked to me. But it was right there at the same level. Lethal Weapon uh, 3 and 4, I didn't like 2 as much, even would, though it was okay. Would, but. would you consider the Batman sequels? They would be, right? So the Batmans were better. The, the well, I, didn't Bat- li- I didn't like Batman 2 with the Catwoman and the, and the, uh, and, and the Penguin with Dan DeVito. I wasn't a big fan of that. I thought the first one was better. Well, the, I, the first one? I, I think the first one is generally considered the worst of the, of the bunch no, the, the dark- worst is with George Clooney and or Val Kilmer. Those two are the worst. Well, I'm talking about the the most recent. Oh, uh, well, the most recent ru- run with Christian Bale. I reboot. think I think everybody would say that Batman Begins is the worst of those three. So that would be sequels that were better. But I, I, I tend to agree with what you're saying that 
for the most part, sequels aren't nearly or aren't as good, but there are a few exceptions. Um, but anyways, that's that's another one. You you, you had the vacation uh, intro, and it kind of made me think that hopefully I maybe I should level my expectations so I'm not so disappointed like I was with Jurassic World, which, like I said, is just a terrible movie. I, can't, I just I'm looking forward to. This. I almost now want to see it just to. Well, I don't. I don't want to say just to disagree with you, just for bleeps and giggles to disagree with you, because I will do that sometimes just for to play devil's advocate and to get you riled up because it's fun to me. But I, as much as you've hated on this movie to this point, I, I'm. It makes me almost want to see it more now, just to see how how either correct or incorrect you may be. Well, here's what I'm doing. I'm doing a. I'm doing. I'm pr- I'm doing you all a favor because now your expectations are going to be low. You're going to go into it thinking you're going to see the worst movie ever, and it will actually you you'll probably like it a little bit better. So I'm trying to do you guys a favor. You're going to watch it, Trevor, and you're going to say, "Wow, maybe that wasn't the best movie in the world, but it wasn't nearly that bad." Although I think it is, you, especially. You should do that for everything, though. You don't want to go up to somebody who's never seen a Karate Kid and tell them, "Oh, it's the greatest movie of all time," and it'll blow my mind, which it is awesome. But you you want to go? You just tell me that's yeah, okay. And then when well, they see it, it does. Their mind just explodes like a scene in Scanners. Somebody did tell me heading into Step Brothers that it was the funniest movie of all time, and they were being dead serious. And I actually trusted them as a movie source. And I saw Step Brothers going in with literally walking into the theater. They were walking out, told me that, and saw it and thought it was okay, but funniest movie in the world. It it kind of took away from the movie itself when I was watching it. Now I've gone back and watched Step Brothers. 10 to 15 times, and I do think it's one of the funnier comedies. I may, you know, maybe not top five, but it I is, had the same it is absolutely with, hilarious. I, was, I had the same experience with Hangover. People said, oh, this is great. You got, you got to see it. You got to see it. To the point where I went, in the, I think it was the, the day after it opened, opened on Friday and Saturday, and it was hard to, to find. Uh, I eventually had to go to, I can't remember the theater I went to, and it went to like a 12 o'clock showing. It was a real late showing because most of them were sold out. Because I, everybody kept telling me, it's telling me, it's so great, it's so great. And it's it, it's a good movie, but the expectations were so high going into it. I left the theater going, eh, it, it was all right. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't, I didn't, you know, I laughed. But now when I watched it, and, you know, say you mentioned like a second, third, and even fourth time, I, I, I picked up more and started to appreciate it a little more. It's still, I mean, not a great movie, but it's still a funny movie. It, yeah, the hangovers are well, good. Hangover, the sequels, I didn't like the sequels. Uh, really, I think if you put the second sequel and show that one first, it's better than it's better than the first one. But uh, it, it's kind of just the same concept, so I can understand that. Uh, anyways, let's let's get back to a little let's get back to a little sports. How can talk. we get back to something we haven't done to begin with? That's true. Did you, Trevor? If you're a head coach, do you want your players off social media when they're on campus? Um, I wouldn't ban them from social media, but. I would obviously monitor it and and play it with a case by case scenario. What I would do is, and Kentucky does this better maybe than any college program in any sport. They put their basketball players through media training, and they do a lot of media training. That's why you generally don't hear these crazy quotes uh, like West Virginia's homeboy saying that they were going to beat Kentucky. That's why you generally don't get these crazy quotes from UK players because they get uh, so much media training. That they, they they're never gonna they're never gonna slip up. I would put them through media training, see how they respond, and then decide whether or not they're going to get their social media privileges. But, and I'll, I'll, I'll hold on to that thought here for a, a second. If the BCA is spending eight hours or something, I think is that what you did? You said eight hours or something like that on social media. Then maybe yes, that would constitute banning someone, or at least 
taking away from him because that's borderline becoming an addiction. No. Well, he never. I never said say, he said he's taken off eight weeks. He never said eight hours. Oh, okay. But, or you said you said he spent hours and hours on it, maybe. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll hold that thought. We've got a, a call from Big Bag Dave here in the Oxmore Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram Buzz Line. Big Bag Dave, how are you? I'm um, great. TJ, how are you? How are you, Trevor? Super. Doing Thanks fantastic. For Thanks for calling in. All right. Well, first of all, Terry, uh, I'm going to have to take issue with your uh, review of uh, Jurassic World. I mean, well, I think you're... Hold on. Big Bag Dave, don't let me... I don't I don't mean to interrupt you, but we cannot give away spoilers, so I don't know uh, I, if we're going to debate on whether or not I, this I, movie's good. And, and you're, you're somebody that has good movie taste, too, so I'm kind of surprised that you thought this was a good movie, given all the corny lines, uh, subplots that go unanswered, and overall just a bad written script. I would say, yeah, I do... I mean, yeah, I mean, it's... A corny summer action flick in many respects. It's going to have some of those things that you mentioned, just the stupid one-liners and, you know, empty stock characters. I mean, but I will say that if you weren't grinning like an idiot the last 45 minutes of that movie, then, I mean, I'm not sure we can be friends. You need to... You're just a joyless humbug. If I mean... But guess what? That, guess what, Big Bag Dave? How much human interaction was in that last 45 minutes? How, how many... That's very little, which is the best part. No one... Yeah, I'm not going to exactly. see Jurassic World to see Chris Pratt make out with the redhead. I'm going to see... <laughs> Wait a minute, that doesn't Dinosaurs, happen. which is... I, I will say this, and hear me out. This... My main issue with the entire premise of that movie, and it's not a spoiler because it's in all the trailers, is that, you know, they invented this hybrid... Super Dino to uh, you know like get attendance up at the park and to like you know appease stockholders. And what I don't get is like seeing a different dinosaur is as a consumer is that going to make me more likely to go see it? Like I'm already seeing dinosaurs. They're dinosaurs. I'll say well, it one more time. They're dinosaurs. That, that's the, the I, 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 I'm, I'm not gonna like oh it's too. just a Stegosaurus. I, I thought the same thing I mean, too. And, I, and I, they. I, they they have that conversation in the movie where they say, it's been 20 years, dinosaurs don't get it done anymore. What society would we be in 20 years if dinosaurs still weren't unbelievable to see after they've been extinct for millions of years? I agree with you there. And it's just another reason why this movie was so stupid. And it even your point, you hit the nail on the head. The best part is when they're just showing dinosaurs fight one another. And that's what we wanted to see the whole time. We don't want to hear stupid kids complain about their parents getting divorced. We want to see dinosaurs kill things. And there's not enough of it. That's I mean, if you can sit through the first the first hour, you are rewarded with you know some dino battles in the second half. I mean, that was yeah. So I do disagree with. I mean, it wasn't completely. I mean, it wasn't. I mean, the first one, I've, I've I can honestly say I think I've seen over twenty times and is an all time classic. And you know, I wasn't expecting it to be even close to that, but it, it was. It was a quality action movie. Um, Speaking of quality action movies about sequels, like you said, Dark Knight immediately springs to mind as being far better than the original. Also, Absolutely. Terminator 2. Terminator 2 is one of the best action movies of all time and better than the original. And uh, lastly, are, are you talking about Scal and his... Uh, yeah, um, I was going to ask you that. Social was, media for Lynn? Big Bag Dave, would you want your 
you're and I, you're a Louisville fan and a Notre Dame fan, and I, I think you like LSU too, and, and you used to like North Carolina. So it's a tough time following up Very on all your teams. But guy. yeah, I know. But uh, but would you want your players on social media? Uh, I mean, I, I don't. Th- I wouldn't take a hard line stance like Patino does. But I mean, all things being equal, yeah, I would rather them not be on it just for because I mean, as are many eighteen to. 21-year-olds, they can be kind of stupid and put some uh, stupid rash judgments out there. And, I mean, I mean, let's be honest. We all know that Scal is still going to be able to send all the important messages to, uh, you know, via Snapchat <laughs> to maybe a few co-eds. He so, is I mean, on he'll Snapchat. He'll still be getting his, uh, his <laughs> message out there. Well, I don't think he said that he was going to be off his phone completely, just off social media. And I got what you are hinting at there, uh, which... You know, well, you're you're probably right. But like thanks for the call, Big Bag. His breakfast and stuff. Thank, thanks for the call, Big Bag Dave. We'll hopefully talk to you soon. You you haven't called in as much lately. He's well, gone. It, look, it looks like we we lost. I would let him. I would let him say goodbye, but uh, by saying that Terminator Two was clearly better than the first one, me and Big Bad Dave now can't be friends. Well, I haven't. It's, it's I don't, equal to, but not better than. I don't. I can't remember the last time I saw Terminator Two. It, it's been a really long time. Terminator One was on not too long ago. Term, Terminator Two, I, I can't, re, I can't even really remember it. I have seen it, but it's been so long. Uh, we need to have a fourteen fifty sports talk with TJ Walker movie night where we just watch some of these old movies uh, and put some of these debates to rest. Uh, can I, can I pick it if we do eighties theme? Because I guarantee you there's. You haven't even seen Die Hard yet. That's number one on the list. Yeah, you're right. And, I, I probably do need to see Die Hard. And I've taught TJ. I, I was, I influenced TJ. Uh, TJ DJ uh, many times uh, he he was uh, without he hadn't seen uh, Top Gun yet I introduced him to that he should be thankful to me for that it's like introducing him to his wife pretty much uh, <laughs> I, I, he has yet to see Airplane hopefully he will watch that uh, some way down the road I, I informed him about that you're the same you're you're a young guy you haven't seen a lot of the good 80s movies you got to watch and Die Hard's definitely on there have you seen Lethal Weapon the first one nope. I swear. What do, what do you young people do? It's got to be streaming right. somewhere on your damn phone. Trevor, <laughs> I, I'm being dead. I'm being serious. A hundred percent. If I will, what we need to do is take 20 you, minutes away from social media and start watching some movies. Man. Yeah, you have <laughs> given, you've given up soft drinks. You've given up fast food. If you give up one other thing and you can, you can tell me what you want it to be, but it's gotta be something tough. You can make a list of 10 movies and I will watch one a week for 10 weeks. Do I get to pick any any of my vices? Uh, I mean, that's a, a long list of vices. I have a, a pretty nice long list of vices. As long as they're movies that I've I've heard of before. Well, no, that's not fair. You, it, it could be a good movie you've never heard of. Have you have you heard of the movie The, the Professional? No. Okay, excellent movie with uh, with uh, what's uh, what's the girl's name? The Jean Claude dude where he plays the assassin and he adopts a little girl. Natalie Portman. It's her first movie. She plays. All right, yeah, as long excellent as excellent movie. As long as half of them are movies I've heard of, <laughs> so five out of ten, you have to give up something else. I don't. I'm trying to think of what it could be. You've seen King of New York. You how about you give up? I mean, I, I, I could you give up fried food? <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, not not 100. percent No, no. Hmm. For the record, though, I did lose another four pounds this week. Woo! Way to go. All right, well, we'll think about that. Think about something else that you could give up that would make you, that would go along with this new health kick that you're on. How about, how about I give up contradicting everything you say? No. Or how about no. this? I'll 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 tell you this. 
I, I, for every movie you tell me you want me to watch, and it's probably a newer movie, i.e., we'll start with an example of the Batman, one of the Batman movies that uh, falls majorly in comparison in my eyes that I've seen so far of them to the original series. I will watch one for every one you watch. You pick a movie, and I'll go first. So I'll watch the movie, and then you have to watch another movie. After yeah, that. but I want you. I I, I I like this health kick that you're on, and I want to I want to try to help. Well, I, what if what if you like walked a mile a day or a mile a week? Like not not a, not a continued mile because that you you probably do that on its own. But just one week, you take twenty minutes to walk around your neighborhood. I might. I think I'm, I was going to get back into the exercise groove at the, at the end of the month, beginning of July. So uh, that, that's a considerable option. All right. Well, we we can we can work out the details. Uh, speaking of the social media thing, uh, we had Arms O'Brien text in and say that someone need, needed to put the Harrison twins through social media. Training again, I suppose. I suppose, and really, Aaron Harrison. I don't think ever said anything bad. Uh, Andrew Harrison, obviously, after the loss in the Final Four, uh, made a a really stupid comment that obviously was said in the heat of the moment when he was incredibly frustrated and apologized for. Uh, but a, a comment that really didn't make any sense. I'm not going to get into what he said, but I think it's very clear that that comment did not make any sense of what he said. Still not okay to say. Aaron Harrison, I don't think, ever said anything bad. Dakari Johnson one time made a comment about Aaron Harrison after one of his last-second shots, uh, talking about the size of his man parts, uh, which UK media did not, or UK UK itself did not like at all. Uh, in the next year, I was told that Dakari Johnson did have to go through extra social media training, and he even did joke about it this past season that, no, you're not going to get me to, to talk about Aaron Harrison like that anymore. Uh, but he's got UK, on us. It, it is like a it's it's like a it's intense. It's like a car wash. It's like a boot camp. They really hammer it into you not to say anything stupid, how to answer questions, not to get frustrated with the media, not to say anything too controversial. Uh, it's but you act as it, like it's a punishment for the kids. It's it's in their best benefit. They're doing. Oh it no, it is. no, it, it the is. Kids it need is. it. It, it, it would be a little more fun for the media that covers them that maybe if they'd have a slip up and uh, if, they guarantee, if they guaranteed a win here and there, I think that would be fun. Uh, but no, it, it is a good thing. And honestly, John Calipari, and this isn't, you know, compared to everything else that he sells, they do say, they do sell that saying that, hey, we will get your son ready for the NBA where he's got to talk to media twice a day, three times a day on game days. Uh, we can get them ready for that. Other places, they don't put as much attention to that. It can help you. It can lose you money. It can help you win money or or, or get more money in contracts based on you know your relationship, your perception nationally. So, um, I don't know how great it would be go to go uh, to do an interview in a couple months with Alex Porthers and you ask him, Alex, what what do you how do you feel about uh, your uh, your rival Louisville next year? Oh, they suck. I mean, how yeah. great would that be? I mean, that would be three weeks worth of conversation. Uh, that that would be fantastic. It's not going to happen at UK though, uh, and not that Scalabissi would have been the guy to give that needs social media training. Uh, now I'm not going to say anybody needs social media training, but I'll, I'll say this: Isaiah Briscoe, who who today uh, made the initial cut for Team USA under 19, so did uh, Shinani Wanawaku. He also made the cut as well. Louisville's Louisville zone, uh, and there's one more cut to go. They're at 16 now. They'll get it down to 12. And then if Isaiah Briscoe makes that cut, he won't be at UK till July 11th. If he gets cut, he'll come instantly. Uh, he's going to be a guy. He's he's a little feisty in interviews. It's not a bad thing. I, he he would never cuss. I don't think he would he would speak 
poorly about an opponent. But he sometimes will have some back and forth with the reporters. Uh, so UK is going to, I think they're going to hammer that in on him because I don't think he realizes that sometimes when he talks to you, when he talks to media while at UK, and UK may just not let him talk to the media that much, but there will be some times where they don't, where he doesn't have a choice. Uh, I could see him, you know, tipped in, keeps poking around at a question he doesn't like. I could see him lashing out and saying, just, hey, quit asking me these questions. Um, he's just a little feisty. He's, he's from. Uh, he's from Jersey. He's kind of got that Jersey attitude, so uh, it'll it'll be fun. It'll be it'll be fun to see how that all plays out. Are you gonna uh, poke? Did, are you gonna poke the bear when you when you interview him? Are you gonna? Are you no. gonna, Are you attempt to? Are you one of those guys when you do uh, questions in the locker room after games? Do you do you entice and hope to get the uh, the answer that you want so badly to get, but you know you probably won't? No, I mean I try to get whatever quotes I need for my story and. Uh, to help my stories become a little more informative. Uh, so I, I ask questions that I generally, that a lot of times I don't necessarily know the answers to and generally curious about what they say. But sometimes if, if in again, with Kentucky, they're almost like robots, so it doesn't happen all that much. But with opposing players sometimes, if, if you can kind of tell that a question sparks some interest, whether it's negative, positive, uh, sometimes I'll, I'll try to hammer it in a little bit more to kind of see what they you know, if, if they'll expand on a little bit, uh, sometimes players are shy. But uh, no, I, I don't. I don't ask questions just to get reactions most of the time. I guess it changes from time to time. But uh, we we didn't get to talk too much about the NBA Finals. Uh, now the Cavs find themselves in a big hole, down three two. Luckily, they'll head to Cleveland for a chance to tie it up. Is this series over, Trevor? Yeah, I told you, Golden State in six. I, I think we'll get seven. I, I think the Cavs will get lucky and find a way to win on Tuesday, but uh, I, I would be shocked if they were able to win the next two games in this series and and find a way to win the NBA championship. A lot of talk about win or lose, LeBron should be the finals MVP. I say no way. Uh, I, I If he doesn't win, especially if he doesn't win, if they lose in six, if they lose in seven, I could understand the argument. I'd probably still disagree with it, um, but if they if they lose in six, I don't I, I don't know how you could justify that. No, not not only were you not able to were you not good enough as the most valuable player to help propel your team to an NBA championship, you weren't even you only won two games in the NBA Finals, so you were only halfway there. Uh, so if they lose in six, there's no way. If it goes to seven. And let's say LeBron averages 45 in the next two games and a losing effort, then I, I can understand the argument. I still think it should come from a winning team, but I, I, I would understand that. A little trivia question, uh, TJ. Can you name me the only player to win an NBA Finals MVP on a losing team? It's only happened once. It's happened once. I did read that, but I wasn't exactly sure of who it was. I, I, it's got to be a long time ago. I'm just going to take a shot in the dark. Is it Bill Russell? No. It's Ironically, it's easy to remember for me because of all the stats I do cream in my head. It's also the first ever Finals MVP award handed out in 1969, Jerry West. Jerry West, yeah. That the was Lakers gonna, lost in seven games to the Celtics. That was going to be uh, That was gonna be my – that was up there with some of the other guesses West's that I was West's total gonna, points in the first four games of that series is the only total, I think, that LeBron is second to now. So that's, it does tell you something. Crazy. And this will be the first series to go, if it goes seven, since I believe I'm not, might be wrong, but I think 94, the uh, game, uh, seven-game series between Houston and New York. I don't think we've had a seven-game series in the NBA Finals since then. I think we've had a few, if I'm not no, mistaken. In the Finals? Yeah. 
Wasn't uh, when the oh, they, that's right, Miami and uh, San Antonio did. That's right. And weren't the Lakers and Celtics? Didn't they go to seven? Was that? Oh yes, you're right. I did. I did. Drive. I blocked that one in my mind because I still um, I cannot believe that they gave Kobe an MVP for going one of nineteen from the field. When, so Paul, I, when Paul Gasol clearly, clearly without him, any doubt was the MVP of that series. I, 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 I so yeah. There's been a few. You're right. Uh, I did forget but, those. It you know what LeBron's doing is unbelievable, and like I said, if if he's able to win an NBA Finals, it will it will go down in in terms of the the best the best performance in a single Finals, especially given how bad the Cavs are with his supporting cast. But uh, if he doesn't win it, I don't think you can give him Finals MVP. A lot of people are also making a big deal about how he said he's the best player in the world. Uh, who is. cares? He is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> if, wasn't if it was like when Paul Pierce said a few years ago. Uh, I guess probably it's a lot more than a few years ago, but six or seven years ago that he was the best player in the world, that was stupid because he wasn't. Uh, but when LeBron says it, okay, which, yeah, you are. The sky's right. blue also. What's your point, LeBron? Well, yeah, why are people getting upset about him stating facts? So, yeah. <laughs> uh, But hopefully it can go to seven, and that also would be on a Friday night, which would make for a fun Friday night too. Who doesn't want to watch NBA Finals do or die on Friday? Maybe, I think the, every- maybe the guy trying to take his intern out. Yeah, uh, that, he's got a lot of work to do before he gets there. I can promise you that. You, you, uh, give, you send him my email address. I'll give him some tips. No, well, I won't. That that's a good tips if you want to get arrested. N- nothing solidifies a good night like a nice roofie colada. It's, you can't you can't say that, Trevor. For, gee, you're lucky we're out of time. Nick's giving me this look like, why do I even hang out with you? We're we're out of. We're out of time. Thanks, everybody, for putting up with the show today. As uh, Again, it is the summer. We will be out tomorrow, likely out Wednesday and Thursday, but maybe on Wednesday. So stay tuned to my Twitter at TWalkerRivals. Uh, we'll definitely be back Friday. So we'll see you then. Stick around on 1450 Sports Buzz inside the press box coming next. Uh, I'll see you soon. I'm sitting by the river, got my old shotgun, fishing pole in my liquor. Cause people always trying to tell me how to run my life when they say I'm going wrong and I swear I'm going right. Oh. High time, sitting by the river, got my old shotgun, fishing pole in my liquor. Say it's time to take a trip to where the grass is blue and peep how the mere south do. Come on.